This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. Welcome back to Soul to Soul. I'm Rabbi Ari Keithman, and it's great being with you here. Thank God we've experienced a month full of holidays, of celebrations, and it is fabulous. We had Rosh Hashanah, the days of awe, the somber days of self-introspection, of personal reflection on on self-growth and development. And then finally we got to the joyous days and the exuberant ecstatic days of Simchas Torah, of tremendous celebration. But now what? What do we do now? Now is when we have to now put everything into practice. Now is when we have to make it relevant, real, realistic, practical, relevant in our lives. This is what, this is the time of the year when we're getting ready to enter the mundane material world again. Yesterday was Israchag, it was still part of the holiday. But now we are starting life until the next big festival. Hanukkah is a couple of weeks away. Until then, now is the Yaakov Halach Ladarka. We hit the road. Now's the time when we start actually living and, in a sense, internalizing everything that we accumulated, that we accrued in the last three weeks of festivals, of celebrations, of introspection. And so, as a new season begins, we will be introducing a brand new season of the Jewish Learning Institute series of lectures. And I invite you to join me. Firstly, we'll be here every Thursday from 1 to 2 p.m. on Chai FM, Soul to Soul. And we're going to discuss some of the ideas that we're discussing at our JLI talks. And I invite you to join us for these JLI talks because they are going to do exactly what we've said, making all those things that we've worked on ourselves in the past few weeks relevant, real, realistic. And this time around, have a really practical and relevant course. So I want you to hear a little bit of our introduction to it. And then I'll discuss a little bit of the details with you. So hopefully you'll join us at least here on Thursdays between 1 and 2 p.m. And if you'd like to on Wednesday evenings or Wednesday mornings for the in-text, in-class discussion and debate. I can't see him. So how do I know he exists? What right does God have to tell me what to do? I just don't see why you need God in order to lead a life of purpose. Personally, I don't see God in my daily life. Is he around? Does he exist? I don't know. If God is the be-all, end-all of existence, then why did he create a world? Judaism just totally doesn't seem to propose equality for all people. How is that okay? I watch patients suffer daily. Where's God then? How can we know that the Torah is true? I can't touch him. I can't feel him in a room. So how can I have a relationship with him? I want God's email. He's so hard to reach. Hello, God, you there? Nothing. Well, if many, if any of those questions that you just heard bother you, then you got to join us for this discussion. And so we could make all the ideas we've been accumulating, learning, real, realistic, because many people, even devout people, struggle with beliefs about God. It's okay. You're allowed to. You're allowed to ask questions. Even Moses asked God questions. Abraham asked God questions. Many of our great ancestors, the great founders of our people, have questioned God, have challenged God, and we're entitled to as well. 
That's easy to affirm the basic tenets of our faith, of our religion, of Judaism. When we're at shul, when we're praying, we're in these high holidays, and we're in this mode. But when it comes to trusting God with our daily decisions, what happens every day when we're at work, or when things aren't going the way we want them or planned for them? Then painful fear. Some people feel that God isn't really looking out for them. And many of us have been brought up under the assumption that mainstream science is incompatible with our Jewish faith. And oftentimes people have such questions. Parenthetically, we've started a new Shior series that's being attended at by many of our seniors, but anyone could come. It's with Chaim Bancroft. He's a man who studied much science and Torah. And Chaim does every Wednesday at 12 o'clock at Chabad House a one-hour series with videos, with texts, with discussion on that kind of overlap of science and Torah and how to find a way or to understand the compatibility of science with the basic teachings of Jewish faith. So when we see compelling evidence for biological evolution as an example, we feel forced to choose between science and our faith, but that doesn't have to be the case. You could actually understand that if you learn science and Torah, then you could find the compatibility, the synthesis, how to synchronize the two in understanding. So we're offering this new fabulous course called Wrestling with Faith. And we're going to tackle these questions over the next six weeks. We start on the 17th of October. Here on the radio, we'll begin the 18th of October. But of course, in one hour, we're not going to have the same exact intense interactive discussion as we do at the JLI classes. But we're going to tackle these big issues. Some of these questions that keep people from having a real, true, a genuine, a sincere, intimate relationship with God. And we acknowledge and understand the often unspoken doubts and the fears that many people share and wonder, does God really exist? Why doesn't God answer my questions? And we're going to seize this opportunity the invitation to dig deeper for answers within the teachings of Torah and Kabbalah. And when we're back, I'm just going to give you a short synopsis of some of the ideas we're going to tackle over the next six weeks. And I invite you to join us. So stay tuned. Just a few minutes. We're going to talk about some of those big questions that we're going to discuss. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 IFM. And welcome back. We invite the whole community to join us in paying tribute to a South African legend great friend of the Jewish community, Prince Mangusutu Butulezi. In honor of his 90th birthday, we'll be acknowledging his accomplishments and thanking him for his firm support of our community and for the state of Israel. We encourage you, we encourage all of you to join us on Monday the 8th of October at half past five in the evening at Glen Hazel Shul Yeshiva College for Mencha Prayers followed by a tribute seminar ceremony. This event is hosted by the SAJBD, S-A-Z-F, South African Friends of Israel, and endorsed by the Office of the Chief Rabbi. There's no charge, however, booking is required for catering purposes, so call 011-645-2601 or visit the S-A-Z-F Facebook page for all details. My friends, we've got a few minutes left here, and I want to share with you some of the ideas we're going to discuss 
over the next six weeks, again, beginning the 17th of October, and you could choose a morning session at Chabad House in Savoy, 9.45 till quarter past 11, or the evenings at the Santon Central Shul, the Kirsch Goodness and Kindness Center. That is 8 Stella Street, opposite the Chow Train. That is Chabad's Goodness and Kindness Center, 8 Stella Street, Santon, 7.15 p.m. to quarter to 9 in the evening on Wednesdays for six weeks, starting the 17th of October. So, our first week, we're going to talk about a lot of people have trouble with believing in God. And they feel guilty and terrible about it. And I'm going to tell you, don't feel guilty about struggling with your belief. I'm not talking about if you're an avowed atheist. I'm talking about perhaps one who's not sure, one who's not certain. There are many things about God that bother us. For starters, who knows? Who is God? Have you ever seen him? Her? What is God? Does God have a, some kind of figure? Besides, many people feel they could live perfectly well without God, without going to shul. Why do we need God in our life? And that's what we're going to discuss. We take it for granted as Jews, anachnu maminim b'nei maminim. We are believers. But even believers sometimes wrestle, struggle with their faith. We sometimes have questions. And what we're going to do in our first week is to acknowledge that questions are okay. And then perhaps how we could deal with those questions and how we could actually live a meaningful and purposeful life even if we do have questions of faith. In our second week, we're going to tackle, does God really care? Many Jewish observances seem petty and burdensome, and they interfere with the way we choose to run our lives. Does God really care if we pray three times a day? If we say a blessing before or after we eat our food? If we tie our left shoe before our right shoe? So many of the laws in Shulchan Aruch and the Code of Jewish Law seem to dictate every single aspect and nuance of our daily living. Is it so important indeed for us to follow these laws, these rules, these rituals and ceremonies? Well, we're going to talk about the significance, the importance of the Code of Jewish Law and why it's relevant if we're not even sure if we believe and does God even really care. Week three, we're going to talk about, you know, a lot of Jewish beliefs, according to many people, seem primitive, outdated, maybe even expired. And God seems to espouse outdated beliefs. Think about this notion of being a chosen nation. I mean, that seems completely supremacist, to some even racist and discriminatory against others. Well, join us because if that's your perception, you obviously have a wrong perception. And therefore, you have to be at this lesson to understand what does it mean to be chosen amongst the nations? What about gender roles? Why do we have to have a mechitza in the shul? Why do the men seem to be doing everything? What about ladies? Are they not neglected? Is there chauvinism in Judaism? Does it not seem that way? Well, join us for discussion because we're going to talk about that and other lifestyle aspects of Jewish belief and the Jewish way of life. In week four, we're going to address a good God who does bad stuff. This is a question I get all the time. If God is so good, then why do so many bad things happen? How could a Holocaust happen? Six million innocent people, among them 1.5 million children. That's only Jews we're talking about. What about the nations of the world? 11 million people were murdered in the Holocaust. How can we understand and relate to God's intimate and caring presence in our lives if we're experiencing personal suffering and tragedy? So many people go through hardships. How many people do you know who've been sniffed out of life from cancer, from car accidents, from who knows what? We're going to talk about that. 
We can address those questions. It's important to understand how could a good God let bad stuff happen? Why do bad things happen to good people? In lesson five, that's where we're going to hit religion and science. To many people, they seem at odd. And how might a scientific person embrace beliefs that cannot be proven in a lab or reconcile compelling evidence for the theory of evolution or the age of the universe? If you read the Torah, it seems incompatible. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to examine and explore the compatibility, how to synthesize scientific ideas and understand it within the Jewish belief. According to Judaism, the world is 5,779 years old now. Well, what about according to science? Join us for that discussion. In our final class, we're going to discuss how could we relate to God if we can't see Him. Can a finite human have an intimate relationship with an infinite God? If it's even possible, where do we start? And so I think these are all important issues to be addressed. We're going to talk about these things. And somebody just sent me a question about the Shabbos retreat. We all know the Shabbos project is coming up in a couple of weeks. And a lot of people want to get involved in that. Well, this year you have a new exciting option. You could join us for the Shabbos retreat. And the Shabbos retreat this year is going to be happening out of town. So you have no distractions. We're going to be at the Hunter's Rest Hotel. And we're going to do everything possible to help you experience a real, authentic Shabbos at the Hunter's Rest Hotel. We have guest speakers planned and entertainment, a real experience. You arrive Friday afternoon, enjoy a delectable lunch. We'll have unbelievable gourmet meals throughout Shabbos. And then, of course, after Shabbos, you'll have throughout Shabbos speakers and entertainment for the kids and activities a wonderful bry at the end of Shabbos. So everything you want from stimulating kids' programs to special ladies' candlelighting meditation to a lively and meaningful shul experience, all types of stimulating and enlightening talks with our guest speakers. And, of course, it's near the Pilansburg, near Sun City. So there's plenty to do, and you could call Chabad House for information about that. So that was an answer to the question about the upcoming Shabbos retreat. Ladies and gents, it was great chatting with you here today. Hope you enjoyed and hope you'll join us for some of our upcoming exciting talks. And you don't have to wait for the Shabbos project to experience Shabbos. That's right, tomorrow evening at sunset, light your candles, experience a meaningful and purposeful Shabbos. Our sages tell us, which means the way you set the tone on this Shabbos the first Shabbos Bereshis of the year, that's the way the year will be. So make it a meaningful, purposeful, exciting Shabbos. Invite some family and friends, guests to join you. Learn, spend quality family time, and have a great Shabbos. Thanks for joining me here. Carpe Diem sees every moment. And stay tuned for Fresh Thinking up next with Rabbi Ari Shishler.